Aleph looked on in sorrow as he at last laid eyes on the town of Damdara, or what was left of it. The city now lie in ruin, and the monsters responsible still filled the streets. He carefully picked his way through the streets to see if he could find any survivors, but found none. A sudden commotion caught his attention as some monsters began to gather inside one of the ruined buildings. Aleph rushed to investigate, hoping and fearing at the same time that the monsters had found a survivor. He leaned close to the window, but the ruined wall could not take his way and cracked and broke, sprawling him on the floor before the monsters. Furious, the monsters moved to attack, but after a harrowing fight, Aleph managed to claim victory. Weary, he sat to rest, but noticed what looked like a breastplate clutched in one of the massive knight's hands. Upon investigation, he found that as he touched it, bluish runes began to light along its surface. He immediately recognized it from the painting from the Tantigo Castle. Erdrich had worn this armor. This is why the Dragonlord had decimated this town. It seemed the Dragonlord was also trying to obtain relics of Erdrich's age. Aleph bundled the armor away and quickly made his way out of town. The people of Damdara died so that the Dragonlord could possess this. Denying him this treasure filled Aleph's heart with a spiteful vindication. He could not raise the dead, but he would make sure that the Dragonlord got a good look at this armor when he at last faced him. Welcome to the Questing on the Road podcast. Today we're playing Dragon Quest 1, this being episode 10. And uh, today I actually did a longer recording session than normal, and I'm going to actually split it into two parts. Uh, something that I think I'm going to do uh, more often when we get to Dragon Quest 2 and uh, parts beyond. I think it might work better and might actually help me be a little bit more regular on my upload schedule. We'll see. Uh, hopefully so. Uh, also, the I talk about this a bit more in the episode, but uh, I am using a different mic, so sound will be a little bit different, but uh, I think sound's different in every single one of my episodes, so hey, what's consistency? crew and welcome back to uh, Dragon Quest 1 with me the questing truck and uh, today uh, we're going to probably get down to uh, Catlin that's kind of my goal here um, as for where I'm at I'm currently broke down <laughs> in Decatur Illinois we've been uh, I've been sitting here for a couple days now waiting on a part uh, from um, well being a Columbus Day and Sunday Kind of got the double whammy here as far as finding parts are concerned because everywhere's closed. So tomorrow they're supposed to get the part in, get me fixed, and get me on the road. Uh, as for what's broke, it's a um, uh, called a carrier bearing, something I've never heard of before yesterday. Uh, but what it is is it's a bearing that uh, kind of holds the drive shaft in place directly under the cab, which is why I've never seen it before. It's not really part of your pre-trip because you can't really see it easily. Uh, but it's it, it holds the drive shaft into place, and uh, it's starting to go. And it, it, when I first detected it, it sounded like a um, a flat tire. And uh, you know, you, you know how you get with a flat tire, you'll hear the thump, the thump, the thump, the thump. And you know, the faster you go, the faster the thump. And so all the world sounded like a flat tire. So I stopped and looked at all my tires; they're all good. I was like, well. I don't know what else to do. There's something weird going on. So I stopped here at, uh, at the Loves here in Decatur. And uh, 
I called it in. I was feeling silly as I'll get out because I, I didn't have a flat tire, you know. So I'm calling in. Well, I feel like I've got a flat tire, but I don't have a flat tire. I don't understand. So they had the tire kind of come out, and he said, I don't have a flat tire. I was like, well, yeah, thank you. But he, but he also wasn't a mechanic, so I had to wait till that uh, Sunday morning and uh, check with the mechanics that came in. And they found it immediately. They, they, I told them what was going on. They, 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 uh, they figured it out before they even looked what the problem was. So they... They found it out almost instantly, but they couldn't have the part. So here we sit. I've already got us loaded up here. Let's go ahead and start the sound. Uh, I don't have my normal microphone going today because I was having a lot of issues with it uh, trying to get set up here. I, I don't know what's quite what's going on. It just sounds like I'm really far away. So I'm using a, my uh, headset I use for uh, gaming and whatnot. You know, when I'm talking on Discord. So hopefully it won't be too bad. I, from what I've heard, it actually sounds better than... It sounds a heck of a lot better than what I'm trying to use that microphone, so... Okay, let's see. I am growing mightier by the passing day. As I said, we need 1,090 experience points to attain a new level. Okay. I'm going to check to see... I did pick up the fairy flute. I've got the magic armor, which I probably need to sell. And I've got two magic keys. So let's go ahead and go sell the... Uh, magic armor first. What I'm more concerned about is I'm hoping the music comes to through okay on the on the headset here. If not, we'll make do, I guess. Stopping here in Tantigo real quick to sell. You know, all the work we went to get this magic armor, I'm just discarding it. But the Eric's armor is just superior in every way. Do do thirty-eight fifty. Yes, please take it. A thousand thanks. Oops, I don't want to sell anything else. Or nor do I want to buy anything you have to sell. <laughs> Here, you want a leather armor? No. Let me go ahead and deposit the gold that we have. Whoops. I need to remember to use the D-pad here. Uh, money. We have... I'm depositing 5,000. I don't want to... Um, we currently have 16,000 in the in the safe. So we should be good to go for whatever's coming up here. I think I want to go ahead and grab a level uh, before we... Ooh, I also want to check out this new spell we got. Uh, the Holy Protection. Let's see how far we can get without getting attacked now. But I'm wanting to go ahead and uh, just grind a little bit of level, one more level before we head off into Cat Catlin itself. Uh, just uh, I'm, I'm wanting there, there's a there's another spell that I really want called Heal More. Wow, Holy Protection already wore off, and I immediately get attacked by a ghost. That's not even worth it. For as little as that that lasts, that's not even worth it. I mean, these things aren't dangerous. They're just it's just kind of like a I wonder if the the water works better. The the water you can buy. I wonder if it because you know the torch works a heck of a lot better than the glow spell. It's kind of what my reasoning there. But I don't feel like testing it right now. I might have to go all the way back to Tantigal to do it. The skeleton. Yeah, I've had a uh, home time since last we uh, played and uh, been busy myself. I've been doing uh a lot of stuff with uh, uh, 
some of the other podcasters here uh, on on the Probably Work uh, Network. I'm going to go ahead and turn this down. No, I'm going to leave it as is. I'm, I'm, I don't know how all the sound comes through. And every time I think it's too loud, when I go back and record it, it's not. So, Or go back and edit it. Uh, but I've been, uh, we're doing a, they've been doing the, uh, the uh, uh, kind of a retrospective on Ghostbusters and uh, their program called uh, Podcasters Assemble. And uh, it's basically a lot of the podcasters. We, you all, we all speak about it, and uh, someone, some brave soul, <laughs> edits it all together into some kind of co- cohesion. Uh, and it's it kind of like you know the documentaries you'll see on the History Channel, where you'll have you know quote unquote experts talking on something. You know, you'll have somebody speak about something, and all the experts kind of chime in. It's a little bit like um, uh, if anybody's ever read uh, Sun Tzu. Which seems like a really weird comparison, but it reminds the, the you know the way that documentary works is it, it reminds me of the way that Sun Tzu's laid out because you have Sun Tzu will say something on the topic, and then you'll have like great warlords that speak about what he said about you know clarifying or how they interpret it you know as as part of the the wisdom or whatever. It's kind of it's, it's pretty cool. Uh, I'm down here near uh, that destroyed town. I can't remember the name of this destroyed town. It's, I think it starts with a D, but that's about as far as I can remember. There's a, a knight up in uh, Galen Holm that tells you what it is. There's a skeleton soldier. I'm going to go ahead and fizzle him so he doesn't heal me or heal that himself. He can heal me all he wants. I don't mind. You know, please, please do. Excuse me. <laughs> yeah, I wish. I wish. Da, 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 da. Uh, I've really been delving really deep into Ghostbusters. We uh, we did the Ghostbusters one. I think that one's already out. Uh, if you guys ever, if you guys want to go find it and listen to it, um, uh, Ghostbusters two. I've done the submission for. I was, I was late for the submission, unfortunately. I, it, time just really gets away from me. Uh, it's almost scary. <laughs> Like I don't I, this this uh, podcast. It, it feels like I just did did the episode, but it's actually been a few weeks. It's like, well, dang. And then, then of course, then I'm in home time, and I don't like doing the. Uh, this dark skeleton still is still really dodgy, and he hits pretty hard too. Even with the Eldrick's Eldrick's armor, I can kill him in two hits when I hit him, uh, and I also don't have to worry too much about damage because I can basically heal myself by walking around like I'm already yeah just walking around is really nice so what else we got going I'm during home time I played uh, I, I bought a game um, a board game I would say probably about mm, there's family accidentally hitting the uh, call button <laughs> I don't know who keeps doing that, but someone keeps keeps hitting the you know video call button on the messenger. I, mean, I have a family chat channel or on the messenger, which we talk to we talk to each other all the time on. But someone always in very you know at least twice a week hits that stupid button, and nobody is wanting to do the video call. Anyway, I bought a game. I, I think it was about two months ago. It was uh, Dungeons and Dragons: uh, The Adventure Begins. It's a Kind of an introduction. It's a board game, but it's an introduction, kind of to 
Dungeons and Dragons. And I know my, my nieces have been interested in Dungeons and Dragons, but they never really play it. Um, I thought they would enjoy it. And sure enough, they did. We, we had a lot of fun playing that the other day while I was at home time. Uh, the basic premise of the game is you uh, you basically have four boards that you kind of go through. It, you have a deck for each board that kind of gives you your adventures or monster encounters for that area. Like you have Neverwinter, the Neverwinter Wood. Um, there's like a cave network and then there's a volcano. I can't remember the name of those two places. But uh, you know, each one like has its own set of own cars that have like adventures you do as you go progress. And as you progress, you also have the option of kind of like going off on these side streets to go fight monsters, extra monsters, or you can just keep going, just go straight down the core. Um, and at the end of each board, depending on the, there's four different boss monsters, and depending on you know each, each boss monster has like uh, end of board you know encounters that you do. Like like the, what we fought was Orn the fire giant. So the first thing we fought was a bunch of hellhounds, and then the volcano he's living in erupted, and we had to like dodge the. For the second board, we had to dodge the, you know, the boulders, flaming boulders that are falling. And the third one was a, a tr- giant troll that we had to fight. Then, then of course, you fight the giant himself. And you, you, you basically earn coins, and there's, like, items that like, give you special abilities. Normally, special abilities, either you do more damage or you prevent damage from, you know, from the enemy. It's really simplified what happens here. And... Um, And of course, you you, know, you have your characters, their cards, and you have options. Like you have like two sides of every card, uh, so you can kind of customize your character what you want it to be, more or less. It's very basic. You know, the, the the game system itself isn't isn't super complex. But you still roll die. So you know, if you're a kid, you never played it, you get used to rolling like the twenty sided dice. Uh, you know, there's ten-sided dice for the DM screen and so forth, and it's it's a cooperative game. So, there the DM basically rotates between the players, and it's just a matter of like you know that player gets to have a chance to play the character, but you still play your character as well. So, uh, and mostly it, it it boils down to you can you can either attack, um, you use your special skill, and that's really about it. You you have like two different attacks. Uh, one of them does less damage, uh, but it's easier to hit. Like my my card, I was a, a dwarf fighter, and my core card said that I would hit on a five plus and do one damage with a like my pickaxe, or I had a broadsword that I would hit. I would do two points of damage if I uh, I would do two points of damage if I rolled a twelve plus, which on a twenty sided dice, obviously that's less than fifty fifty chance. That's about a that's a forty percent chance you'll hit. But uh, then I had like a special ability called Trick Shot, which basically, I well, at Carcarigen, you're basically given this something called a backpack that lists like four things you have in your backpack. And they have no real game relevance other than for stuff like this, or the Trick Shot, where basically the card says, describe how you use an item in your backpack and your weapons to attack the enemy. And if you do that, then, then there, I had like different roles I could do. Like if one through nine, I miss. Uh, 10 to, I think it was 16, I hit and did 2 points of damage. Or uh, 17 plus, I hit but also stunned the enemy so I wouldn't get counterattacked. So it would be 1 point of damage. So I was constantly trying to find ways to do the uh, trick attack, you know, just trying to you know, be creative with the thing. Because the things I had in my backpack was like a climbing harness, a frying pan, a spyglass, and a book of languages. 
So I was I was getting kind of creative, and I, and I was changing. I wasn't like repeating the same thing over and over again. Uh, uh, one of my nieces, she, she would do that. Like she she kind of got out of that a little bit. But at first, she was like, "Well, that worked, so let's just do it again." Like, you know, and you know, I'm not saying no. Nobody's saying no. It's like you know, she's supposed to just have fun with it. Um. Uh, but she, uh, the younger niece, she was playing a uh, a bard. But it was it was more of a, it wasn't really a bard. Uh, the way it played, it was more of like a, a druid, a, a bow using druid. Uh, but it was you know elf, you know. So you kind of had some of those tropes that go on with uh, that. And uh, the other, the other, the older of the two nieces is uh, she was playing a human uh, sorceress. Uh, good old knight errant here. Well, uh, because I was like getting really creative, like you know, all of my turns, I was like, I'm doing this special way I'm attacking or whatever, and they, they got into it. They, they they started getting pretty creative themselves. Uh, but I think uh, one of the like special abilities that Tabitha, the older of the two, had was uh, uh, it was called illusion, and basically it says describe how you, how you use illusions to attack your enemy, and then you basically she had like this, you know the separate chart the same way I did. Well, she, she thought she had to use the stuff in her backpack. So she ended up basically still being an illusionist, basically being this enchanter where she enchanted the things in her backpack to do stuff. Like she had like this, she had an entertainer's backpack. So she had like a jester's outfit, a disguise kit, uh, a brace of like knives, which I assume was supposed to be used for juggling or something like that. And I don't remember what her other thing was, but I think it was, I think it was a musical instruments because the first thing she did was like, well, I want to like enchant this this bagpipe stuff because we were fighting a vampire, and she she was she was really wanting to do because I, I kept doing the thing, so she really wanted to do it. So she she enchanted these bagpipes to play, and it was like going to be like a really strong sound, and, 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 and you know, and like do damage to the thing because it's, it's bagpipes. And she rolls a one, so so I said, well, it turns out the vampire's Scottish, so that became a big thing, you know, the Scottish vampire. <laughs> and every turn. Where you're fighting that vampire, she uh, she kept uh, basically ro- rolling really low or rolling a one. So she kept she kept trying to do. Hey, there we go. I level up. Level sixteen. Strength increased by three. Agility by six. Resilience by three. Maximum hit points by six. Maximum magic points by twenty three. And I still don't have the spell I want. Well, I'm still talking to you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna still talk to you. Well, we'll level up. Anyway, uh, she kept trying to do this. So the next thing she did was, well, I'm going to enchant the jester suit to start dancing around. It's like, well, she rolled a one. Okay, well, he starts dancing with it, and you know, it doesn't really hurt him at all. And then she like used it. I, I didn't quite understand how she was doing the disguise kit, but then I just said, well, she's not losing it. She can just do it. But she was like using the disguise kit to like create this girl to like distract him. And well, he, you know, she rolls a one again. Well, he falls in love with the girl. And that's not a problem. I'm like, well, okay. <laughs> And meanwhile, this vampire is actually kicking her butt. It's like we we really need something. Like, we we were all like rolling terrible against this vampire up up to that point. We weren't doing too bad. We were actually doing fairly well. Uh, but that that became a big big fun thing all, all the way through the rest of it. After that, you know, like it kind of broke the ice when when you know you made that joke or whatnot. Uh, you know, grinding's a heck of a lot easier with Eredric's armor. <laughs> I don't even have to really pay as much attention to my level level from whatnot. Uh, 
Um, wait, wait, like through the rest of it, uh, Amber, which is the younger of the two, she kept going on the side paths to go fight monsters by herself, especially after she'd, she'd saved up enough coins to level up. Uh, whereas I kept dying. I, I, when you die, you like lose all your coins to revive the next time. So I was having a terrible time of it. I mean, just my rolls were just that bad. Whereas she she kind of got lucky. She saved her five coins and she leveled up. And ever since she after she leveled up, she kept going on the side paths and like by herself to go fight monsters on her own, <laughs> like all the way through the rest of it. And she was wor- It was working. <laughs> so I guess you know, good good on her. She, she she kept earning all this gold to like buy all the items and. We got to the end, or near the end, and I'm like, you know, if you guys would like spare a gold each, I could actually pay for the level up and actually be competitive here. Like, heal, you know, when you level up, you also heal a lot of full. And she's like, no, that's my money. Like, <laughs> Tabitha's like, it would be, you know, healing him up would be a heck of a lot easier on us. So she, she was, she, she was willing to like part with two gold. So we we did, we did it. We leveled up. We fought we fought the giant one. Yeah, but by then I was actually kind of getting tired. Uh, also, some of those the hard seats we have there at the table just kind of starts started wearing on me, which it's just being old, man, it sucks. Stop dodging, no dark skeleton dodging me again. Took me down to about health, half health. Oh, anyways, I was I went I went and laid down. They asked, "Well, well can we play together?" I said, "Well, heck yeah, you can play together. I don't mind." So they, they they played two more games, although it's more like one and a half games, because I was I was in the front room. I, I got on my computer just to mess around a little bit, and I, I think they lost on like the first board. I, I don't know exactly what happened, but so so they started over, played another one. And they they came into me for like a rules judgment, and uh, basically it, it stems from a confusion of like how we played the first game is. Uh, Amber, she had a heal spell or a heal, healing song that you know she would use it. Then, like she would distribute the points, but then then the monster would come and hit her. And when Tabitha, she she had a similar ability she could get on her wizard, and um, and she was trying to use it as written. So it, I guess it created a little bit of an argument that came in for me to adjudicate this. And I read it, and uh, I, I, I said how it works. I said, well, if you roll this high, you get two points you can apply to two different players. Plus, the monster doesn't attack you. And then Amber was like, well, that's not the way it works. I said, well, let me see, let me see the, your card. And I looked at it, and it, it was basically the exact same wording. Like, okay, we were just doing it wrong earlier. This this is how that works. So she's like, okay, if that's how it works. I'm like, yeah. Because I guess, I guess she picked that same thing again. So they were, they were happy with that. It probably made it a heck of a lot easier, too. Because it was kind of annoying how she would use that healing spell and then immediately get hit and just negate it. Like, well, what's the point of that? Oh, anyway, as I was going to bed, they went on with the... They were fighting a banshee or whatever. And from what I surmise, and they were having a a heck of a time laughing about this but it didn't scream like banshee said it yodeled so it was a yodeling banshee <laughs> uh, let's use the princess pledge here to see what's going on uh i need to attain 3242 experience points i don't think that's going to happen and i'm such and such away from the castle i'm going to start head back to uh galen home just to top off all my health i'm going to 
make the charge to get uh, Catlin, I think. Uh, other than that, I, when I went home, I I kind of reconnected with a, a a good friend of mine. Uh, I hadn't talked, I haven't really spoke with him much since I started driving. I think a little bit, like at first, because we I remember we went and watched. Uh, I think the last thing we did together was was it Endgame? Has it been two years? I don't know. It seems like it seems like it was Endgame was the last thing we went went because we you we used to like that would be our thing we'd go and watch movies together and that's usually what we would do. Uh, but I, I, I reconnected with him with a little bit, kind of caught caught up. He's been playing a couple games uh, which, which I've been trying out. One of them was No Man's Sky, which I already owned. Uh, they've done a lot of updates to that game. Uh, I tried tried playing it. We were going to try try to co-op a little bit together. But uh, I was trying to get out of the tutorial area, and I don't know what exactly happened. I don't know if it was a bug or what, but uh, I've done the tutorial before. I knew kind of the what was supposed to happen. But one of the things that was supposed to happen was there's a smart when you first leave the first uh, planet, you go to another nearby planet, and there's like a marker there. You got to like go find something. Well, when I went there, it was under a volcano. I, well, I don't have a way to dig yet. So I'm looking at this. I'm looking for a cave. I'm not seeing anything. I said, "Well, do I have to actually literally jump into like a volcano?" You know. So I did. Uh, pro tip for anybody that plays No Man's Sky: Do not jump in a volcano. <laughs> it killed me so hard that when I respawned, I was still on fire and died instantly. And it did not matter how many times I reset. So it bugged out. Basically, my entire save was destroyed. got 3,000 gold. I don't think I really need to save it. So let's go ahead and head down to Catlin Town. The other game we've been playing, I've been playing this one actually quite a bit more, is uh, State of Decay 2. I've never really heard, well, I've never really given it much thought. I've heard of it only because every once and again, he, when he's on his Xbox on YouTube, he'll like upload like a, you know, something funny that's happened. Which is actually kind of what made, you know, prompt me to reconnect with him because I've been meaning to like, get his phone number or whatever and we, we kind of talk on messenger a little bit but not much uh, I saw I saw him do that so yeah I need to I need to call him again so I got his number called him talked to him for a while got a couple hours really and then uh, you know he was, he was talking about, about that and that's actually I, I'm not big on zombie games but that one's actually pretty solid uh, the gameplay is very similar to um like Assassin's Creed or uh, or Grand Theft Auto, although it's it's more you know it's a survival. You're going around and you're finding like it's a po it's not quite as dismal as some zombie places because there's still people around. Like it isn't like everybody you're like the sole survivors or whatever. Uh, there's still quite a few people around, but zombies are a huge problem. And you know there's there's still a government somewhere that's kind of like trying to assert control you know it, it's, it's actually really really it, it's, like, it's almost like the early days of a, a zombie apocalypse as opposed to like you know you're deep into it I don't know that that's not entirely true either but anyway it you you, you kind of have like this collection of survivors and you play you, you can choose like you you have a, a, a kind of a fort that you build up uh, over time, and you also like you can recruit new people. They have their own skills, which you know helps in 
various ways. Uh, and, and losing somebody actually is really, really tough. Um, but, uh, uh, you, you go around and you, you fight, you're basically trying to like fight off the, the zombies and the, like the plague zombies. Uh, and as, as you're doing it, uh, of course you're, you're the more the the more you clear, the easier it is to get around. But also, I, th- I think they like ramp up the they either ramp up the difficulty like the more plague hearts you destroy, or just over time, difficulty is raised. Uh, I've not actually finished my first map. I, I've finished. Uh, I, I've done the uh, uh, first. What am I trying to say here? I'm trying. I've I've cleared the first ten. Like each map has ten play cards. I've cleared all the play cards out of the first map I've done. But there's this like a legacy thing you're supposed to do to finish the map. And uh, the only reason I've not done it is like the quest literally just hasn't come up yet. So that's kind of where I am at on my first map. So I don't really know what happens between map. Ooh, a metal slime. I don't think we've encountered one of these, so I'm going to go ahead and take a moment to talk about them. They're just slimes, like we've talked about before. Um, you know, look like the draw up of water. Except this one is kind of got you know the silver metallic shine to them, uh, which is really the only difference. That, but the, but the metal slimes, I don't know if they are this way later, but and we're going to find out now. But it's if, if I can beat it, usually they're very difficult to hurt. Like even if I hit, I may not do any damage. They tend to run away, but if you kill them, you're supposed to you're supposed to get like a lot of XP and so forth. So let's see what happens here. I'm attacking. He attacks me first. Did one point of damage. Yeah, I hit him for no damage. He casts his. Does six points. I did one point of damage to him. No damage to him. He's. It's kind of, we're we're not really doing damage to each other. I wonder what would happen with the sizz spell. I'm gonna try it. Nah, he fled. He's gone. Oh, well, I'm going down here to the first bridge that heads to Catlin now. Let's see what happens. I'm in a deep, dark forest. Heading up, heading up, heading over. Uh, another knight errant. Uh, let's see. The only other thing I've been playing, well, other than Final Fantasy. <laughs> um... Some friends have been making noise as a plan DDO again, so I reinstalled that and actually subscribed to it for a while. Uh, but I don't really want... Oh, a green dragon. I crossed another bridge, and now I'm fighting a green dragon. Uh, this, From what I understand, these aren't as powerful as the one we fought in the cave, but we'll see. Critical hit, 70 points of damage, I killed it. <laughs> green dragon is now in the Swordsman Club. 135 experience, 160 gold coins. There we go. Uh, but I've, I've, I've really been slow about playing it because uh, a terror wolf. Uh, this is an upgraded version of the wolves. This one is gold with uh, purple tunic and boots. Let's go ahead and give him an attack. 31 damage to him. He did 18 back to me. 27 to him. We are victorious. Victory. 20, uh, 95 experience and 155 gold. Uh, I'm in a huge poison area. Here's another green dragon. 25 to him, 27 back to me. 25 to him, 22 back to me. Okay, I can kill them. They do a lot of damage to me before I do. Like, if I don't get a critical hit, it takes three three hits here. 
Uh, oh, what the? What happened? Okay, um, I'm fighting a knight errant. I, as I was crossing this uh, swamp, uh, oh, I did a critical hit. Uh, a exclamation point arrived over my head, which I don't, I've never seen on the overworld map before. Hero examines the ground at his feet. What luck, the mark of Erdrick. Oh. Oh, because of the way they play... Okay. Wow, that's a heck of a lot easier to find than it used to be. It's, it's like the fairy flute. Like, like When we went and got the fairy flute... Um, uh, it was shining on the ground. Whereas... You, in the original release, it was not shining on the ground, but you had an option to search at your feet. But in this game, this version of the game, you don't have the option to just search at the feet. So they had to actually put something to interact with. Now, on the overworld, there's nothing to just show that it is there, but just randomly, as I was going through this this poison, it's it's there. So <laughs> lucky, what luck indeed. Uh, okay, I'm still trying to find Catlin Town. All right, and here is where we're going to go ahead and put a break in. Uh, guess stay tuned for next week, where we will discover the mysteries of the Mark of Erdrick and maybe even finally find Catlin Town. It's uh, well hidden, apparently. Till then. That about wraps up today's episode. If you'd like to reach out to me, I could be found on uh, Discord through the audio-only video game Let's Plays server. Uh, there I'm uh, called Trucking Andrew. I also have a, a little sub-channel there called uh, Andrew's Questing Truck Stop. Uh, be sure to stop by, say hey, uh, leave a message. Uh, I'm also on uh, Twitter, at Questing Truck. Uh, the Questing on the Road is the name of the, the page, I suppose, but at Questing Truck is how you find it. So until we roll on into the next quest, be safe. Bye-bye. Uh-huh.